this is the test of Lady Ada. Yeah. So you want to do some testing? Yeah, we'll try some stuff. We'll show some stuff off, but if it doesn't work out, we'll be like, hey, it was a test. Yeah. All right, do you want to... uh, Go to the overhead of death. Let's try the overhead of death. Okay. Okay. Can you show this? Okay, let's see. Does it work? Hold on. Well, I'm just going to keep pressing these buttons. Yeah, so far so good. So far so good? Yeah. Okay. Okay, I'm pressing. Okay. It's going to block it. Yeah. No? No, it's working. Oh, great. What's that remote we got? Alright. And, uh, yeah, there's two knobs. And this on this overhead, you can actually see the infrared transmit. And then there's four addresses, two buttons. And uh, I kind of like this remote. And then do you want to go to um, yeah, the computer? Gonna, yeah, this is, this is full, full metal test. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so this is the, the device, the IR speed remote control. So I guess you can use this with like model trains and stuff. And it's like 12 bucks or something. I don't know exactly how you buy it. Oh, here you go. Okay. It's like 13 bucks for this. And then um, I Googled and found they have a data sheet that they wrote about this um, device. And they say, hey, you know, use this from this thing. And then it's kind of neat. They say you can use personal, non-commercial, and then, you know, have fun and don't be a jerk. And then Gout Munch, I guess, is the designer. Um, They show the overall schematic, kind of, of how it works. And then they actually have the RC protocol, so they show, like, all the bits, which is kind of neat because it means you can actually... Like, it's nice. Like, we could have reverse-engineered it, but why reverse-engineer it if they have a data sheet? Thanks, guys. So, um, there's a couple different modes. It looks like it sends out uh, four nibbles, that's uh, 16 bits of data. Um, there's toggle escape modes, channels. Like, look, like each bit is, is um, uh, explained. The last nibble is a CRC, basically. So, it, it's the XOR of all the previous data. So... That's good to know. Um, there's continuous mode. So do you want to maybe take this apart on the overhead? We could show that. Yeah, I want to. You I wanted want, to do that. I want to move fast and break things. Okay, let's move things, break, break things. Okay. <laughs> so this is a remote. So I put batteries in it, but I can remove the batteries. So the batteries are put in with the screw in. Now it probably when you press the buttons, it actually turns on the chip. So it's like, it's not, there's no on-off switch. It's just whenever you activate it, you know, it's a chip. It just instantly turns on and transmits. So um, uses three AAA batteries. So that's all good. Got the uh, Lego brick compatibility going on here. And then... Right, since they seem to be working, we can look at that other blog post later. Oh, yeah. Yay, so I'm glad we got this working. Maybe. Well, people can... We watch this and the previous one together. Whatever. You don't miss something until it's gone. Jeez. Well. Okay. Okay, so let's get all these screws removed. 
and okay so this is the button and uh, contacts this is kind of interesting it's it's got these three contacts and when you rotate it you know it, it temporarily makes contact with them and then um, this is just a cover plastic cover this is very nice injection molding because it's Lego and this is what they're really good at and then here is uh, the electronics So you've got this contact set. You saw these these three contacts. Um, this is like probably ground, and then um, this forms like a gray code. So if you rotate it one way, um, these two get contacted together, and if you rotate the other way, it gets the other two, and so it can kind of tell which direction you're moving it in, which is which is neat. But it doesn't keep state. There's no like it doesn't have any like memory. I think it just it just knows like which direction you you twisted it based on. Uh, which contacts get um, connected one before the other. Um, power circuitry, this is the switches for, where are those switches? These switches are direction. Oh, that button left, grab that. Um, these do direction, these do rotation. Thanks, sticky buttons. Um, two little tactile buttons. And then, of course, infrared transmit, and the LED is in parallel. So they both go off at the same time. And that's that, and this is address. And then there's a little uh, blob here. That's where the chip is. I'm sure it's a very simple, um, you know, wrong. You know they, they're making hundreds of thousands of these, so it's probably a, uh, a simple chip that's just designed for transmitting infrared. This is the power transistor for the output. Okay, so we can put this back together carefully. Okay, like so, like so. It's got a little bit of grease on it, which makes sense. Like this is a little greasy, so now I'm a little greasy. So that's to protect it from oxidizing. Okay, go, 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 go. Reassembly, good as new. So that's the remote. So you know it's thirteen dollars, which it's like you know I, I don't think it's going to be possible or easy for Adafruit to get a distributorship uh, for Lego. I'm sure they have you know very high restrictions, but you know everyone has a store they can go to to get these you can buy them online so i don't mind supporting we'll this i mean we've been turned down by everyone historically and then eventually uh things change but i'll try yeah it's, it's worth asking yeah okay so that's that so back to business so yeah simple but fun very easy. I like how there's a lot of different inputs. Address select. So I guess if you have m multiple devices, you can select which address. And then, you know, rotate one way or the other. Button and select. Okay, so that's that. And then what did you want to uh, look at on the computer? The uh, blog post? Yeah, we have a blog post about um, just the trend of some uh, cardboard and, and robotics. So Okay. Yeah, go, just go ahead. You can you do the highlight reel here. Um, so yeah, we were thinking also about not just 
robotics that move around. So actually, I'll tell you where this came from. So I was thinking about the robots that I had built in school. And at 6270, we built um, these roving robots. And they used, they used a lot of infrared um, because, again, it's inexpensive. It's easy. Um, no certifications. You can blast a whole room very easily. And um, we used this thing called the handy board, which was... Oh, man, i got to figure out the... I just went there. Okay, the site's now down. What the heck? It was up like like an hour ago. All right, I'm gonna go to Wikipedia. Um, it looked like this. It had infrared. You can see a little infrared transmitter and receiver here. And um, we were, you know, thinking. I was looking at this and I was thinking about um, the handy board and the cricket board and how those kind of robots were designed for rovers, but then they became used more for art bots and cardboard robots. And Phil and I were chatting about cardboard robotics and how, especially lately, we've seen more companies use cardboard as a structural element to create, like, not like trash bots, but they're like robots that can be made from low-cost materials that you have but are, like, fairly durable. So, Phil, you with us up today. Yeah, this is a project from 2005. So you had an iPod 15 gigabyte, huge. Yeah, I had like a hundred of these for the project I was working on. I'm like, I gotta turn this into art. And so like you the made lights would light up and like, I got them to move with some toy motors, but I'm like, one day. So you, so this is the box. Yeah. And you painted it. Yeah. And you drew, and then this is like the, the foam inside or something? Yeah, and you can have it move around and poke holes for LEDs and stuff. Yeah, hi, little robot. Yeah. And then of course the Google Cardboard which is well known you pop lenses in there's a little bag in it and a uh yeah when you scroll down you can see some of the stats it looks like they gave away 10 million of them oh easily yeah so you know you just you know there's there's knockoffs and variants very successful and then there was the tj bot which is like cardboard but it's close enough it's it's thick paperboard yeah, could be i think it could be cardboard but they're like well it's actually cheaper just to use it's simpler because you don't have to stamp it you can laser cut cardboard's hard to laser cut and then the um aiy vision and audio kit from google so that they they the cardboard stuff was working out so they're like okay let's make this raspberry pi kit where the bot fits inside the cardboard box that you fold together and they they sold a couple thousand of these Easily, easily tens, ten or twenty thousand. Um, and then, of course, this is you know now famous, the Nintendo Labo coming out in a couple months, where you fold cardboard around a switch to turn it into like a motorcycle, or a fishing pole, or a house, or a piano, or like something else here. I don't know what this is. Oh, this was a little um, a little br bristle bot which I thought was funny. So you turn this into a remote, you turn the switch to a remote control and then the vibration motors in the Joy-Cons become a little um, 
controllable bot, and then you know, depending on which how you turn on each Joy-Con, you can make it move like left and right. And then um, people like making robot costumes yeah, with make do. Yeah. Which is kind of neat. Actually, if you click the make do site real quick, or our site, yeah, we stopped these. So they're just screws for cardboard. They're cool. Good idea. They're just really big. They're really big yeah. screws, and then they come with a a saw as well. Cardboard saw. A cardboard saw, yeah, I mean, safe. Like, yeah. you can't really hurt yourself. And then a little tool that helps you insert them. Yeah, And then there's this FM radio kit. I kind of vaguely remember this. Yeah. A couple of these got made. But, you know, it's a cardboard. It folds up. Um, cardboard computer. Yeah, that was at the Greener Gadget competition. I think you and I, we were at the same time when we did Tweet-A-Lot. Yeah, this is, like, kind of a good idea, but also the computers do get very hot. I don't know if... Yeah, that's what everyone's saying. I, didn't, I think it's okay. I think it's, it's okay as long as your power supply is okay. I yeah. think the moment something doesn't go okay, it, it'll get worse. A lot of cardboard speakers. Yeah, that was speakers. a that didn't work out. But there's a lot of these, these foldable... Yeah. I mean, this is not the only one. There was, there was tons of these cardboard um, boom boxes, cardboard speakers. Yeah. Um, this is neat. Yeah, what's that? This is a little... Here, I'll, I'll make the audio down. Yeah, you can just skip to it. So this is what we thought was really... This yeah. is kind of interesting. It's like, okay, take simple components with servos and then you can turn them into robots and then like it tells a little song and you have cams and followers. This is interesting. Yeah. Whack-a-mole. Um, we did this project. It's the PZ1, the, the pizza box synthesizer DJ control using Circuit Playground. Uh, this is the classic. This is one of our first projects. and. Um, silk screened on um, conductive paint to make a capacitive touch controller. A little robot. This is uh, like Mike Barella did this project. It's just two pieces of round cardboard, uh, two servos, a little bit of tape, and you put them together and it's like, hey, I'm a little robot. Sound control robot. And then, oh, you updated it with the Boxcraft. So I guess when you get Amazon boxes now, yeah. They come with little cardboard this cutouts. It started, I think, February 1st, and uh, there's a hashtag, and so... Oh, wait, it, look, there's a cat. Yeah, there's only, like, there's only a few people that have posted up about this, but I, I don't know if you even look in the boxes anymore, but it's in some Prime boxes. Yeah. So that's happening right now. So cardboard robotics. Yeah. This is this low-cost infrared remote thing oh, I was wow. thinking about. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, this is... Oh, and you have that wired article thing that I have? Yeah, so this is... I was going to show the, the link. So this is the idea is that you plug this in and it becomes oh, yeah. an IR remote. Um, and this is like the fancy assembled version of your project. Yeah, look at the date on it. I don't know if they have the original date. Yeah. That's 04, yeah, 14 years ago. 04, uh, at 404. Yeah, Okay. So yeah, you recorded the sounds on a PC and then put them on as, as songs. Yeah. We would yeah. probably, I would just use like Python to generate them. I didn't have Python back then. We didn't have Python back then. Well, I did. Yeah, I think Python existed. Yeah, it did. Yeah. 
but I didn't have it. But it was a pretty new language. Yeah, 14 years ago. I think Python's like 20 years old. Is it 20? I don't know. Good Wikipedia. I think it maybe just started like 20 years ago. Um, yeah. So this is the idea. Just you plug it in and it's a remote control. So and then this is the nicer version. Um, you can buy the protocol. And that's it. And then I was working on, you know, I, I was writing a little script here, which would just take the infrared data and um, decode it. So I've been working on that. You know, I basically got it working. Maybe later on I'll, I'll show exactly how I wrote the code to do the decoding. But um, if you plug this in and then press a button, it's like, okay, if you press a button, it's uh, X3480. When you press it again, it actually gives you a slightly different uh, number. It flips a bit, so it knows if you press, every time you press a button, it alternates. That's smart. Which I don't know how they, um, get, they must have just a little bit of memory that they keep battery backed up. Maybe it's just extremely low power. Maybe it's, you know, when you press it. So it knows, it's like, okay, so it's like B5 and then it's, 35 the next time. So, and then when you rotate these, it sends pulses and stuff. So just like... Yeah, 1989 for Python. You know? So it's been around. That's a lot longer than I thought. Yeah. I thought it only got invented in the late 90s. Okay. Alright, well that's everything. That's what I'm up to. Some, some technical hurdles uh, we worked out tonight. Oh, whatever. That's a robot broadcast. Robot... This is what we're working on with the robots. Okay. It's it's tough work, but we're doing it. Yeah. Okay, and we figured it out. It's the USB cables? No, it's other stuff, but... Okay. Well, we figured it out. Yes, all. Good work. Okay, bye. Bye. For real.